I'm just going to start this morning. I just want to ask you a few questions. Do you love God? Does God love you? Does he give you good gifts? Does he give you bad gifts? No. Do you hear his voice? A little bit iffy? I want to assure you that you hear God's voice. And that's not what we're speaking about this morning. But In John chapter 10, Jesus said, My sheep know my voice. And they hear and they follow. We've been learning a new song, The Father's House. And it says in there, check your shame at the door. It's not welcome anymore. I feel the enemy has been trying to place us under shame. I want you to begin to think about who our God is. He loves us with an everlasting love. He speaks to us because his word says he does. When we ask him good gifts, he's not going to give us a serpent or a stone. He's going to give us good gifts. So when we ask him for direction, he gives us direction. Now, it may not be the direction that we think that he's going to give us, but he gives us direction. So I want to assure your hearts this morning that you've not failed God. If you've truly been seeking him with your heart, you will not miss what God is doing. He's not going to let his children fail. So check your shame at the door. It's not welcome anymore. All shame does is keep us from celebrating the goodness of God. It doesn't allow us to turn loose our heart's cry and our heart's song to sing unto God and to worship our Creator. So realize you are loved by God. He's not going to let you fail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to talk this morning about discipleship. I think most of us know uh, the Great Commission. I want to read it this morning. Jesus came and spake unto them, talking about his disciples. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. That is discipleship. Does not mention discipleship in the word itself, but it does in the standard of which it is, and that is teaching. Discipleship is teaching. Jesus is telling his disciples, take that which I've given you and which you have learned of me and teach it to other people. So when we are discipling people, we're not teaching them to be like us. We're teaching them to be like Jesus. That's what discipleship is about. It's not about us. It's about him. We're teaching other people 
what we know about Christ. Hallelujah. But in order to teach discipleship, we must have been through discipleship or going through discipleship. I guess I should just share that. Discipleship never stops. If discipleship stops, you stop. When you think about that, if you're not learning anything in Christ, you're not going anywhere. I guess you could say you're dead in the water. We need to be learning every day, being discipled by Christ, by his word, by others. Yeah, you can learn from other people. It's all right. (laughs) And other people can teach us, no matter what you think. We need to be true disciples of Christ, learning what Christ has taught us and sharing it with the world, going into all the world and sharing the gospel. Hallelujah. I want to turn into Luke chapter 14 and read a portion of scripture here. Jesus is talking about discipleship. I'm going to start in verse 26 of chapter 14 of Luke. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Kind of sounds counter gospel, doesn't it? To hate people. What he's really saying is here is if you value them more than your life with me, you can't be my disciple. I've got to be the main thing in your life. Not that you hate your father and mother, but that you don't love them more than you love me. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. That talks of living the gospel, bearing the cross. A cross is an instrument of death. Really what it speaks of is a daily death to our life to follow Christ. I think you'll find that more and more as you walk with Christ that there's things within our lives that pop up that need to be put to death. The old nature, our old habits, our old thinkings, our conversation, so on and so forth. We need to take up our cross and follow. If we do not, we cannot be his disciple. It's not enough to say, yeah, I'm going to follow Jesus. Then the next day we lay our cross down and do what we want to do. Jesus is saying it has to be a continual thing. It has to be that growth process of discipleship that you're doing what I have told you to do and you're sharing that with other people. For which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counts the cost, whether he has sufficient to finish it? Lest happily after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king sitteth not down first and consult, consulteth whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000? Or else while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth an ambassage and desireth conditions of peace. I want you to notice this. So likewise, whosoever... He be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. 
Jesus is calling us to, you know, weigh the cost. And this should have happened when we started our walk with Christ. But it doesn't hurt to check up on this every once in a while in our lives. Are you willing to give up everything for Christ? Probably the greatest example of this was Abraham and Isaac. Abraham was willing to lay down his only begotten son for us, or his son of the spiritual realm, I guess you could say, of the promise. God's desire is that we would take heart to what we're doing for him. Not just say things, but do things, live things. Act out things in Christ. Hallelujah. Perform those things what Christ has put within our heart. You know, it's, it's easy to talk the Christian life. It's hard to live it. Not impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just hard. Unless we can really contact the source of our life, and that's Jesus Christ. And we do that by remaining a disciple, by following, doing the things that he asks us to do, continually following his teachings. Verse 33, So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land nor yet for the dunghill, but men cast it out. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. God has challenged us to hear what he's saying within these scriptures this morning. So often we, we talk about how salt is a preservative or how it adds taste. But I want you to notice there in verse 34, salt is good, but if, he, if the salt has lost its savor, The Greek word for savor is moraino. Now, if you really want to look at that, moron. <laughs> I mean, it's right in there. And really what this word means is to act as a simpleton or a fool. Or to become a fool. Or to make foolish. Or to lose savor. What God is saying is, here is that what we have as Christians is wisdom and truth. Jesus Christ is the fullness of God. He's full of wisdom, full of truth. We have that. All power is given unto him in heaven and in earth. And he told us to go. Why? Because he has given it to us. But for us to lose our savor is to lose that wisdom, to lose that truth, to begin to act foolishly, to begin to deal foolishly within the world, to live our lives according to what we see fit, not according as God has called us to do. In other words, we are not being disciples. We're not being disciples. We need to follow what he is saying. And in this world today, more than ever, there needs to be truth. There's enough morons in the world. That's the truth. You know, people that are foolish in what they think and what they do. 
We as Christians need to keep that wisdom and that truth of God in our hearts and display it to the world as disciples of Christ. So I want to just challenge you this morning. Do you have an ear to hear? Hear what God is saying to you. Take account of your discipleship with Christ. Are you learning things? If your discipleship has stopped and you think you've learned it all, you've stopped. And you're losing your savor. You're becoming foolish to the world. You've started something that you're not completing and they look at it and laugh. They make a mockery of Christ in the church because, yeah, he's a Christian. Look at he, what he's doing. We are to be salt. Salt is good. Don't lose your savor. Don't become foolish. Don't let your foolish hearts be darkened by the corruption of the world and the things in the world. God loves us with such a love, such an everlasting, undying love. How could we ever fall away or bring shame to his name? Hallelujah. So don't stop being discipled. Continue to grow in Christ. Hallelujah. Let your savor be sweet in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you for your word this morning. I thank you, Lord, that salt is good. Lord, you've made us the salt of the earth. But Lord, help us not to lose that savor, Lord, that truth, that wisdom that comes from knowing your word. Lord, help us not to become a foolish spectacle in this world making mockery of the blood and the life of Christ. Hallelujah, Lord. I just love you. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that hearts will understand how much you love us this morning and how hard it is for us to fail in your presence, Lord. We really have to try hard to fail you. Lord, your love extends past all those things. Lord, even as we sang this morning, it covers all of our sins. Past, present, future. Hallelujah. God, what a mighty God you are. I just ask, Lord, that you speak to hearts this morning, Lord. Change our attitude towards you, Lord. We, our church name is Faith Church, Lord, but sometimes our faith is so small. Hallelujah. Lord, we cannot fail in you. We cannot fail in you. We are more than conquerors through you. Hallelujah. We have the victory that overcomes this world, our faith. Lord, strengthen and build our faith, we ask in your name. Lord, we just pray that as we go from this place today, Father, and we go out to the baptismal pool, that, Father, you will be there and minister and meet with us. Father, that you will touch the hearts and lives of those young people that are committing themselves to you. Lord, we just thank you that this is a part of discipleship. Lord, they've been taught that this is necessary, Lord, and they see the necessity in it. And they desire to follow you. So, Lord, we just pray that as they continue in their discipleship, Lord, we will be there, Lord, to guide and lead, Lord, and to nurture them in the things that you have desired for them in the name of Christ. Just dismiss us now with your love and favor. Lord, let your peace go upon us in your name. Amen. Dismiss this morning.